We interrupt your special announcement to bring you this regularly scheduled programming. Have you tried checking vanilla? Welcome, welcome, one and all. Hey, it's cool here if you don't know, and it is time for another episode of Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax. How is everybody doing? We've made it through another week, um, and yeah, it's hopefully time to have a bit of a relaxing moment uh, because uh, September's coming, and that means, uh, just, that definitely means things. But for now, Let's just turn off our brains and have a bit of relax and see what's going on in and around the low bias game community. Myself, I've been streaming. Uh, I've been doing some um, playing through 999. I finished that. And now we're playing the sequel, Virtue's Last Reward. Also doing some programming and doing some Link to the Past randomizer with uh, Mazgeek Skiven over on twitch.tv slash uh, Jason has been re-uploading his stuff constantly with the last couple of things being Diablo 2, Chrono Cross. Also, he's been streaming uh, Dust, uh, an Illusion Tale, which the last stream of which is going to be uh, this coming Monday if you're listening to this at the time. I don't know what he's going to be playing next, but it's going to be an interesting thing. Uh, Ratchet and Clank is what Scarlet uh, has been playing uh, over at uh, Low Bias Scarlet on YouTube. Um, also, Jason at Jason Groove Machine. Uh, he's been playing Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal. Uh, Scarlet has God of War Ascension and Ratchet and Clank going Commando. Uh, Jade has been playing a lot of Mega Man stuff as part of Mega Monday, including. Um, the make a, make a good Mega Man level contest, the uh, talkout stuff from Wildcat, so that's cool. Uh, Roll Chan at the Tokyo Olympics and Mega Man Zero 3, among other things. Also playing the Final Fantasy 1 Pixel Remaster and Ace Attorney Investigations, Miles Edgeworth. Uh, Ragnats has, of course, been streaming on his Twitch uh, stream, so um, twitch.tv slash Ragnats, R A G N A T Z. Uh, mostly playing Reventure lately, as well as Nightcall and Wildfire. The Real Zero, the Real Z3RO, has been playing uh, Toho things on his Toho Tuesday streams, as well as uh, has been playing for the last few weeks um, the all of the Mega Man SNES games, but shuffled. Uh, so the last one of which was last week, so um, he is about to start a new series of uh, shuffle things, which should be pretty cool. Uh, J-Pop for life with uh, some random stuff of his own, including, but not limited to, Graveyard Keeper, Raft, uh, Back for Blood, and of course doing his weekly 7th Saga stuff. Uh, went a little over my usual time, but hey, there's a lot of stuff to cover sometimes. You can't really help it. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. Let's get to some music, shall we? It's kind of pathetic, you get all erratic 
About dirty dishes congesting the sink I'm tired of your bothers, remember our fathers They dwelled in a world filled with rubbish and stink But when all hope was lost, someone raised from the dust He was handsome and cunning, his haircut had style Courage was shining in his eyes As he said, screw you guys, mind your own business I'm off now, goodbye Huzzah, he's off now, goodbye You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. That song was by Finn Selger. It's called Huzzah, He's Off Now Goodbye. And it is the title theme of today's game from the archives. Deponia is a fast-paced comedy of errors and one of the most unusual love stories in gaming history. The twist-filled story takes its offbeat characters all over pla uh, Trash Planet Deponia, a unique game world in the style of Douglas Adams, Terry Pratchett, and Matt Groening. From Kuvak, an improvised village built inside of a uh, giant trash heap, to the swimming black market and the dark corners of the elevated planetary railways, Deponia is brought to life with detailed hand-painted backgrounds in widescreen format and top-quality cartoon animation. This is, I bet you could never guess what this game is, is Deponia. I know, right? Uh, it's an adventure game for Windows, developed and published by Didelic Entertainment and released in 2012. And I'm gonna tell you something. I have not actually seen any footage of this game. Like, the most of it that I have ever seen is a couple of uh, promotional images that probably everyone has seen now because the pony was kind of a big deal for a little while. So I will leave this as a mystery to you, the listener. Uh, do you want to pursue this uh, mystery of Deponia and uh, what seems to be a graphical adventure game at the very least, as far as I can tell? Um, then this is the opportunity for you because over at the Low Bias Gaming website, uh, Low Bias, B-I-A-S-Gaming.net, uh, you can check out Ragnats and his Let's Play of Deponia as requested by our very own Jade Farrow. That's available on lowbiasgaming.net if you want to check that out.
that was Lucky Me by Nehi, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. Welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. And speaking of weird, it is, of course, time for the news of the weird. And as usual, I do not read these stories ahead of time, and some of these may not jive well with all audiences, but they have been scanned for objectionable content. Uh, I will be skipping one of the stories this week. Uh, this uh, usually runs about 13-15 minutes, so take that as you. Our lead story for today, inexplicable. Metro News reported on August 15th that authorities in the village of Warnersh in Surrey, England, are stumped by a cereal baked bean bandit who is pouring the savory legumes on doorsteps, cars, and into nail slots. Officers have promised to step up patrols in the area, but residents are seeing the lighter side. What half-baked idiots would do this? I hope they get thrown in the can. An absolutely Heinz's crime. Oh boy, uh, this news of the weird sure is off to some kind of start. Um, yeah, that's just someone, just an agent of chaos. Generally, um, spreading chaos is all I can describe that as. Fine points of the law, Paul Flores, 44, of San Pedro, California, is facing the court uh, for the 1996 disappearance and murder of Kristen Smart, Yahoo News reported. On August 11th, Bob Sanger, Flores' attorney, filed a motion requesting a hearing to recuse the entire district attorney's office. Sanger argued that prosecutors have a conflict of interest because they've been wearing purple clothing during the hearing, which was Smart's favorite color. <coughs> Uh, he also said the victim witness coordinator had been sending a quote prejudicial message uh, to witnesses that the DA's office is on Smart's side. Specifically, Sanger said Detective Clint Cole had, wor- had worn a purple tie every day of the hearing. Sanger's motion will be heard on August 25th. So you're trying to 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 stay your sentencing because people are wearing purple. I mean, that's an unlikely color to wear, but that seems like a very flimsy reason. Anyway. Uh, let's move on, shall we, to Bright Idea. Uh, New York subway motorman Terrell Harris is in trouble with the Metropolitan Transportation Authority after letting his girlfriend take a train for a joyride on August 13th. Take a train for a jo- what? Um, according to NBC New York, the, the couple posted photos on social media showing them in the cab with her operating the controls through several stops. Interim uh, New York City Transit President uh, Clegg, uh, Clegg, Craig Cipriano called the incident an egregious violation of public trust, something that I haven't seen in my 32 years here. Harris has been, quote, Taken out of service. You know how they been doing But, um, yeah, you don't take a train for a joyride. You know how heavy those things are? You know how 
hard it is to actually stop them. If you really want to drive a train, there is this game called Densha de Go, and it is a perfect way for you to be able to, to uh, conduct a train without putting anyone in jeopardy. Anyway, Puppy Le Pew, a Nylabone dog uh, treat plant in Neptune City, New Jersey, has neighbors holding their noses after the company consolidated its manufacturing at the site recently. It's nauseating, Linda Williamson, who lives nearby, told NBC New York. Instant headaches. Nylabone president Glenn Axelrod said the company has spent more than $2 million on odor abatement, charcoal filters, and other fixes. If it were a bakery, you'd be smelling baked food. If it were a steakhouse, you'd be smelling steak, he said. But it's not. You can't enjoy your own yard. You can't enjoy your, your own yard in this beautiful neighborhood, complained Linda Colucci. While neighbors consult with lawyers about their next moves, Axelrod said the company will continue to explore solutions to the noxious odors. I mean, I don't, I, I, I can't say anything about the smell, but oh man, um, there, there's a big difference between um, baked food and steak and manufacturing dog treats. Dog treats are not particularly um, pleasant smells for most humans. So, you know, um, also consolidating manufacturing, so uh, there, there is a lot to unpack there and I don't have time to do it. So here's some rubbish instead. Two pieces of it, actually. In Bathside, Harwick, England, um, resident Irene Slater, 59, has been gobsmacked by the theft of garbage bags from outside her home. Four times! She keeps the full bags outside because of the smell, but someone obviously appreciates the bouquet, according to the Harwich and Mangtree standards, sneaking up in the dark of night to take them away. Slater and her neighbors are concerned that the thieves are looking to steal their identities. It's just so strange. Why would you steal a bin bag? Slater asked. It's certainly not as bad as being burgled, but it still makes you think. So I'm gonna guess that these garbage bags are not being uh, taken away by uh, sanitation engineers. Because, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, especially for something in News of the Weird. But um, also, th this is also a good reason why you would separate your wets and your dries, so that you can keep your dries inside your house, where they're not going to stink up the place, and then you can put your wets outside and there won't be any papers in there that will make you worried about your identity being stolen. Um, also, Fred, Freddie Gillum Webb, 29, from Hampshire, England, also, oh, wow, was tasked in August with a cleaning job he won't soon forget the Daily Mail reported. After a tenant was removed for not paying rent, uh, Gillum Webb uh, went in to clean the apartment and found a pile of approximately 8,000 beer cans several feet deep, but that wasn't the worst of it. The smell was terrible, the kitchen was full of food waste, and in, in the living room there were half-eaten kebabs and moldy loaves of bread all over the, all over the floor, Gillum Webb said. 
The toilet was piled high with toilet paper and feces. It was disgusting. He'd never flushed by the looks of it. He said he vomited three times during the cleanup and used a hundred large trash bags and ten bottles of bleach. Still, Gillum Webb was empathetic. The tenant might have had depression and he probably had a drinking problem based on the amount of cans. You need help sometimes, but you can't live like that. I mean, at least he's seeing both sides of the story. Uh, there's no way to tell what the exact problem was, but at least he did realize that there might have been a root cause to this problem. Um, but please look after yourselves. Um, there, there are many reasons to do so. And physical health and hygiene is, is evidently one of them. That was fast. Uh, Stephen James Jordan, 31, launched a Twitter account on August 8th and tweeted 186 times within uh, three hours. His account was suspended on August 9th, and by August 12th, Long Crime reported, Jordan was booked into the Pinellas County, Florida jail for threatening tweets. Sheriff's spokesperson Deputy Amanda Sinney said Jordan targeted Activision games in, re in reference to video games and said he was going to blow up Disney executives' homes, even tagging the company in the tweets. Jordan admitted to... Thank you, phone. Jordan admitted to writing the tweets, but he said he posted stupid things and didn't want to be arrested. He has a previous conviction for threatening to open fire at a Masonic Lodge in Clearwater, Florida. Uh, I, well, you, you beat you beat certain person, uh, certain people's records on getting banned from Twitter. Um, that's the thing. But um, yeah. I think you might have a bit of an aggression issue. Um, you, you may want to check yourself before you wreck uh, everyone. Suspicions confirmed. In January, De uh, Demetra Street of Baltimore attended a memorial service for her husband, Ivan, complete with a photo of him next to an urn at the front of a room at Wiley Funeral Homes. That's W-Y-L-I-E, and not the guy from Mega Man. Uh, but after the service, funeral home personnel whisked the urn, away, the urn away and wouldn't turn over Ivan's ashes, she told the Washington Post. Now she thinks she knows why. Ivan's ashes weren't in the urn. Instead, his body had been buried three days earlier, according to the wishes of another woman who claimed to be Ivan's wife at Baltimore, Baltimore's Mount Zion Cemetery. In early August, Street filed a lawsuit against the funeral home for $8.5 million, calling the urn displayed at the memorial service a sham. The funeral home's president, Brandon Wiley, de denies the accusation. We vehemently deny the claims advanced by Ms. Street and assert that the underlying matter was handled with the utmost sensitivity toward the loved ones of the deceased. Yeah, there's, there's a lot there. Um, so her, so his wife wanted him cremated, but quote-unquote his wife wanted him buried. Yeah, there's hmm, definitely a, um, definitely some confusion involved 
in that exchange. Um, and that's about all I gotta say about that, apparently. Our next story under the subtitle of Awesome. In July, customers at Tesco supermarkets in England were greeted with motivational posters encouraging camaraderie during the COVID-19 pandemic, the Daily, the Daily Record reported. However, some patrons were amused by the placement of messages, especially when reading Together We Can Do This, found in a urinal stall at a men's restroom. Users posted the sign online, prompting replies such as, Nah, I got this one all by myself, thanks Tesco. And, okay, but only three shakes, please. You know, fair, fair enough that there's probably some better places than in the bathroom to um, uh, to put motivational posters. Together we can do this. Together we can go to the bathroom. Oh boy. Um, and our final story for this week, news that sounds like a joke. Dan Ball, a host on One American News, interviewed Amelia Miller on August 12th about her newfound power. She claimed she became magnetic after getting the Pfizer vaccine in December 2020. According to HuffPost, uh, Miller said she recently started, quote, to feel this extremely strong metallic taste in my mouth, end quote, and remembered stories about people who had become magnetic after being vaccinated. I thought all these videos were hoaxes. People are doing it, like you said, for social media fame, Miller told Ball. But then she tried sticking metal objects to her skin, and they stayed, and the metallic taste came back. When she tried to demonstrate during the interview, one metal object stuck, while another fell off. I'm speechless. I'm just gonna end the interview right there, Ball responded. Uh, so did you want to end it right there because of the fact that, like, here's here's a, a tab from a pop kit, okay? If I press it against my cheek, it stays there. But that's because I press it against my cheek and there's oil on my skin that keeps it there. Not necessarily because I'm magnetic, although I don't think this is affected by magnetic forces anyway, so... That specific point is moot. But you get the idea. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax, and uh, let's get to some music, shall we?
Work Buddies by Joey Freeze, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, your home for video games, chip tunes, and all things weird and geeky, and it is time for gaming next month. Yes, it is the last Friday of the month. Which means we'll be looking at the video games coming up for September of 2021, starting with Lake, which is coming up se- September 1st for Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, two new PC releases, uh, plus another one uh, for September 2nd. El Shaddai, Assumption of the Metatron, and Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous for PC. Also for PC and some other platforms, WRC 10 uh, for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. September 3rd, we have uh, Big uh, big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions. We have uh, Golf Club Wasteland, both for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, as well as the Medium exclusive to PS5. September 7th, we have Encased for the PC, Fist Forged in Shadow Torch for PS5 and PS4, and Sonic Colors Ultimate for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. September 9th, we have Blood Rain Betrayal, uh, Fresh Bites for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and The Artful Escape for Xbox One and PC. September 10th, we have Kraken Academy, exclusive to PC, as well as Life is Strange True Colors for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox Switch, uh, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and PC, Lost in Random for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, NDA 2K22 for everything. Uh, Port Royale 4 for PS5 and Xbox Series, Till of Arise for PS5, Xbox Series, Xbox uh, One, PS4, and PC, and WarioWare Get It Together for the Switch all of September 10th. September 14th, Deathloop for PS5 and PC. September 16th, Eastward for Switch and PC, and Skatebird for Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Linux. Hey! Uh, Aragami is coming out September 17th on PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom is out on the Switch. Uh, September 21st, there you go, Kenna Bridge of Spears for PS5, PS4, and PC, as well as World War Z Aftermath for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Pokemon Unite, the very next day for iOS and Android. Uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected coming out on PC on the 23rd, as well as Ember without the second E for uh, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC, and Death Stranding Director's Cut for PS5. Oh, as well as Dragon Ball Z Kakarot for the Switch and Lost Judgment for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, and Xbox One. That's all on the 24th. 28th, five releases there, Chernobylite for PS4 and Xbox One, Ghost Runner for PS5 and Xbox Series, InSound 9 for PS5, Xbox Series and PC, Lemnus Gate for uh, PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One and PC, and New World exclusive to the PC. Uh, Insurgency Sandstorm is coming out on the 29th uh, for PS4, Xbox One. Um, as in Finally, to run off the list, on September 30th, four new releases, Astria Ascending coming out for everything, as well as Hot Wheels Unleashed also for everything, uh, everything not including the Stadia by the way, 
Uh, Darksiders 3 coming out for the Switch, and Rogue Lords is coming out on PC. There it is, and there you go. That is the list of new releases for September of 2021. Uh, you can check out this list of releases on GameInformer.com slash 2021. And uh, yeah, that list changes all the time, so I guess keep an eye on it. Um, yep, that's all about all I gotta say for now, so let's get to some music. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM. by Modmate, and here comes a boy underwater with lemonade. 
You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. time to fill and I didn't really have a plan for it so I, I got a couple of things that I can talk about why not <clears throat> uh, the first one of those things I'll talk about is uh, game streaming services and uh, I don't have a whole lot of experience with those but um, I do have a little bit of experience with a couple of them and I'll, I guess I'll talk a little bit about those um, the first one that I'll talk about is NVIDIA GameStream. Now, obviously, this is offered by NVIDIA. Um, and it's kind of a weird thing in that, uh, at least if you're not paying for it, because they, they do have a free option, which I'm currently signed into, uh, they, they kind of plug into your... Uh, Steam library. Uh, they can also plug into your Epic account, but as far as I can tell, it's only to play Fortnite and nothing else, so, you know, what's the point? Um, 
so it's kind of, it's kind of interesting because you know this this is effectively playing games on a remote computer, um, which means that that computer may have better capabilities than yours. Almost almost definitely better than mine because I have a uh, a GeForce 1050 and basically no way to upgrade it. Uh, let me tell you. Prices going up all the time, but anyway, um, I've only played a little bit with it, mostly because if you're not paying for it, then you are limited to one-hour sessions. I don't know if you're limited to number of sessions per day or per time period or whatever, but um, I do know I was playing Yoku's Island Express on Game Stream for a little bit, <laughs> just to kind of give it a try. It's alright. Uh, you do need a very fast internet connection with most uh, of these streaming services. Unless, of course, uh, you're using one that works on the local network, which I'll get to in a little bit here. Um, so in playing uh, Yoku's Island Express, which is not a very graphically intensive game, uh, I didn't have a whole lot of trouble. It did kind of lag out a little bit, but that's more of a function of um, my connection is not great here, especially the Wi-Fi. Uh, the, the wired is okay, but the Wi-Fi is really not good and likes to cut out um, at pretty much uh, the drop of a hat, even if I put a device directly on my uh, router, it will still cut out if it feels like it. But anyway, um, it, it was alright. It did uh, scale down the uh, graphic quality if it needed to. Um, the main problem with it, since you are limited to one hour sessions, is the fact that uh, after that one hour is done, it'll just quit out of the game. And it won't give you like a notification like, oh, you have two minutes left, you have one minute left, make sure to save your game. Uh, no, like as soon as, like, I think your last notification is like at 10 minutes. And then next thing you know, the game is, the game has disappeared. And if you didn't save, well, too bad. So I don't really like that about uh, at least the free service for NVIDIA game stream, but um, that's why I'm glad there's another option, which is Steam Link. Um, so that one uh, works off of your own computer, so that might mean that the quality is a little bit lower uh, depending on how well your computer runs, like its own specs. But at the same time, you're not limited to a certain amount of time of gameplay. And also, if you're running off of your own local network, then uh, chances are you're going to get a lot more responsive controls and a lot, uh, a lot less uh, frame drop, a lot less latency, all sorts of things like that. Uh, in my case, I did end up with a little bit of latency, again playing Yoku's Island Express. Uh, which, by the way, really neat pinball adventure game, which is 
kind of an interesting uh, genre concept on its own. But um, yeah, go ahead and try it out if uh, you are interested in uh, platformers and if you're interested in pinball. Um, now I, I did still have some instances where I would press a button and it didn't uh, perform my action right away, which led to some very frustrating uh, points in the game, where it's like, you know, it, again, it's a pinball adventure game, so sometimes you gotta hit the flipper at just the right time to get the, the right angle to get exactly where you need to go. But then you press the button and nothing happens and you end up going down the hole. Um, which, you, you don't have a live system or anything in Yokozan Express, so it's not that big of a deal, but it, um, it can have some gameplay implications if you drop the ball too many times, so, you know, that, keep that in mind. Um, but overall, better experience because, again, local network, uh, it doesn't drop out after an hour, so that's cool. Meanwhile, Epic Game Store has nothing, which is disappointing. Uh, again, with, with the NVIDIA service, you only can connect to Fortnite, um, so that's not great. Uh, I think you can also connect to certain games, but not all of them on your Epic account. It depends. It strongly depends on which game. Um, and there are definitely some games that I would like to play that I can't really be playing directly on the computer right now because of certain issues that I'm running into. But uh, apparently, there is a way to uh, to connect your Steam. To Epic kind of indirectly and play games off of the Epic Store on Steam Link. I haven't gotten it working so far, but if you go looking for it online, uh, there is kind of a way to do it, so your mileage may vary with that. Anyway, let's get some more music, shall we? You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 for now.
That was Sanctuary of Geoform 187 by Chip Jockey, and up next is Chozo with The Lively Metropolis of Media. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM. So that's going to about do it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. Hope that you enjoyed all of these chiptunes and these video games and the weird and geeky stuff. And uh, hopefully it won't take another month before I come up with a new episode again. But, um, you know, sometimes life is weird and you just kind of got to roll with it. Roll with the punches and... Uh, lay the hand you're dealt and all of that weird stuff so um but yeah we will definitely be back very soon as soon as i can with some more stuff so um let's finish things off the way we usually do square wave symphony is based on the format of the electric leftovers podcast by jason barton News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, newsoftheweird.com. Gaming Next Month is powered by Game Informer, gameinformer.com. Segment music composed by myself, Manama Namiki, Noriki Kimikor, Twilight of Defect, Sean Daly, Yurismiai, and Commissar. Stay tuned for the Astrology Show coming up next on CKDU, followed by The Witching Hour at 7pm, and press start to continue at 8.30. Comments, questions, want your chiptunes featured on the show? Email me at squaresim at lowbiasgaming.net or get in touch on Twitter at squaresim, S-Y-M. 
You can also leave feedback on ckdu.ca under listen, click on shows, find Square Wave Symphony, and click on leave feedback. There's also a podcast version of this show. It's available on lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresym, S-Y-M, or just search for Square Wave Symphony, Square Wave is one word, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or TuneIn Radio, or most of the podcatchers out there. This has been Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax. I'm Coolio, if you don't know, and I'll see you guys next time.